All right, if there are some teens in the room, we have it, today is our teen service, so if you could follow Fedna that way. Oh man, you're taking, you're taking a lot of people, Fedna. So come on, teens in the room. Woo woo, where are the teens at? Come on, teens. Somewhat teens. Have, have a great time. That service is tailored just for your age group. And so we, um, yeah, we bless you as you go. Enjoy your time. All right. Welcome, everyone. Um, my name is Jessica. Happy Sunday. Happy to be with all of you. Uh, I know last week, Pastor Chris was talking about, like, friendships, um, you know, having those true friendships. And I, I just... I know some of you must roll your eyes when you see me coming up here because you're like, oh man, here we go again with that Jessica chick and Testimony Sunday. So I'm going to pray. I see some of you are laughing. I know you are convicted. Um, and that's okay. I still love you all. Um, I just wanted to pray that out of our hearts right now because I'm being somewhat serious. Uh, not against me, but just that this time would really be God's and that... Um, our hearts would turn over to that. So would you pray with me? Father God, um, Lord God, thank you for a church that um, makes the time, carves out time out of Sundays to just testify about your goodness. I feel like we just need that more than ever, God. Um, we just need to be courageous and step into that. Um, and so, God, would you um, just work on our hearts right now for the people in the room that feel like Man, here we go again with Testimony Sunday. You know, it's not Pastor Chris or Pastor Dave. I'm not going to get anything out of this. I should have just stayed home. God, um, yeah, I pray against that crummy heart, right? That's like what Pastor Chris said he was feeling in the DR. God, would you turn our hearts to mush like you did for him? in the Dominican Republic, that we would really sense your spirit here today uh, through the people that come up to share their testimonies about how you have taken them out of something and into glorious life. Um, so come, Lord Jesus, fill this room with your spirit. We pray these things in your name. Amen. All right. Um, before that, I also just want to take a quick moment, because uh, I see that they're in the room. I wanted to honor Alice and um, Adrian. I know, Alice is like, what? So on Thursday, and, and I'm sorry if I'm missing some folks. On Thursday, during our summer life group, um, I came this last week, and I guess there were some technical difficulties. I didn't know about it. But a Adrian and Alice were like doing their thing. And I just, I, I looked over at one point during worship and Alice had like her table set up. She was making sure that the lyrics were up. Um, and I'm sorry, Alice, I didn't ask you if this was okay. But, um, but I looked over as I was worshiping and it wasn't distracting. I just, I felt so loved by her in that moment. Like, I don't know her that well. She hardly knows me. Um, but talk about just like the body of Christ. I felt so loved. This, this woman slash girl, I know she's a young woman. She was clicking on the X's of those pop-up ads. Okay? Like, but you should have seen her dedication. Like, she was making sure that that pop-up blocker, pop-up ad was not there for more than a split second. Because she didn't want that to distract from the worship. And so, Alice, I just wanted to thank you. I felt so loved by you. I really did. 
Man, these guys, they don't get enough recognition. So we love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so to kind of like transition us from that. Um, so I'm a teacher, and like one of the scariest things, can you all hear me okay? Okay. One of the scariest things for a teacher, I've taught fifth and sixth grade, is to stand up in front of these kids, right, Dave? And you're like, all right, guys. Class, do you remember, Maria, do you remember when we learned about X, Y, and Z, right? Because you're hoping and praying that, like, you're going to build on that today with this lesson, right? And in fifth grade, it's multiplying big numbers using an area model, okay? Do you remember that? Okay, today we're going to do that, but with fractions. And you look out at the room, and these kids are looking at you like, nah, miss, I never, I don't, we did that this year? I never heard about that. What you talking about? <laughs> Scary, right? Because... It's hard for students to remember. It's hard for students to remember things they've learned. It's much, much like us, right? It's hard for adults to recall things, especially as you get older. And after pregnancy, forget about it. Um, and so this idea of remembering, especially when you don't take the time to like practice what you've learned or to remember what has happened, when you don't take the time, and so very much like my students, like us, the ancient Israelites had a hard time remembering. We're going to be taking a look at that this morning. So if you are able, um, would you join me if, uh, in standing to read to, to, uh, the, in the honoring of God's word? Awesome. And our reading today comes from Exodus chapter 13. It reads, the Lord said to Moses, consecrate, which means to set them apart, to be holy or to dedicate, consecrate to me every firstborn male. The first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me, whether human or animal. And you have to understand how significant this was because um, the angel of the Lord had just passed through Egypt and had killed, murdered all of the firstborn of the Egyptians, right? And so here God is saying, consecrate, consecrate your firstborn to me. Then Moses said to the people, commemorate, remember this day, the day you came out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, because the Lord brought you out of it with a mighty hand. Eat nothing containing yeast. Today in the month of Aviv, you are leaving when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the land he swore to your ancestors to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, you are to observe this ceremony in this month. For seven days, eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day, hold a festival to the Lord. Eat unleavened bread during those seven days. Nothing with yeast is to be seen among you nor, shall you, nor shall any yeast be seen anywhere within your borders. On that day, tell your son, I do this because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. This observance will be for you like a sign on your hand and a reminder on your forehead that this law of the Lord is to be on your lips. For the Lord brought you out of Egypt with his mighty hand. You must keep 
this ordinance at the appointed time year after year. God, thank you that you love us. You know us so intimately, as Pastor Chris mentioned, experiencing just that intimate, intentional love when he was in the Dominican Republic. God, you know the depths of our heart. You know our fickle minds and how easy it is for us to forget, just as it was with the ancient Israelites. And so, God, as we sit here, would you stir in us Help us remember how you have um, just brought us out of things and have carried us through things. God, help us to remember. May we hold it on our hands and on our foreheads in remembrance of what you have done. Thank you for your living word. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. So to give you a little bit of context of this uh, passage, the Israelites, after being slaves in Egypt for about 430 years, um, are allowed to leave after what I had just described about um, the Egyptian firstborn sons being killed. And that was really like the last straw. And we see God telling Moses that the people need to commemorate. They need to remember what has happened. It's as as if God knew, like, how quick humans are to forget the goodness of God, right? Like, the good things that God does. Um, And it even reminds me of, like, hearing just a few weeks ago the people that went to the DR, the people that went through D-School. There's so many faces in the room of people that have done D-School, myself included, right? It's been years for me. And how easy it is. And how easy it's going to be for you, Angel, and for those of you that went on the trip with him, to forget those things. And it's why it's so important to carve out these times, these sacred times to remember. Because like my students, right, like the Israelites, when things get hard, you're bound to forget. And if you continue to read Exodus, which I highly suggest you do, it's such a rich book, the the Israelites are going to encounter some really difficult things in just a few chapters. They're going to have to cross the Red Sea. They're going to be hungry and whine and complain, much like we do, and forget about the goodness that just happened. And so I, I just hope that as we, you know, begin to um, bring up our testimonies as an offering to the Lord, um, that we would remember. And so I want us to think about this question um, And I'm really hoping that some of you are stirring in your seats to come up here this morning. What has been, and I don't know if they have it up, but that's okay. Uh, What has been your personal exodus, right? Because we just read from the book of Exodus. What has been that personal exodus for you that you want to remember? That you want to keep as a sign on your hand and as a memorial on your forehead? What is that for you this morning? And I... I just felt led to, you know, maybe encourage some of the um, los del grupo en español que también son parte de esta iglesia y pueden um, subir aquí o puedo ir a donde están sentados um, para dar testimonio. Um, so, it, no pressure, but I just felt like God wants to hear from you as well. What has been your personal exodus that you want to remember, that you want to share with us this morning? All right, Brother Matthew, I'll make my way over to you.
Hi there, folks. For those who may not be aware, this is Matthew Sorato. And for, for start, well, here's two things. This is one's more recent, and I'm going way back with the other. Now, um, for starters, um, if you're not aware, this past July was the first time in I don't know how long that my parents decided to bring me here to church every Sunday, and from we haven't stopped since then. And also, um, my youngest brother, who I won't mention here, um, I don't want to embarrass him, he's finally made a few good friends. And those two friends, yeah, <laughs> those, those two friends actually work in the tech department. <laughs> so I, 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 if you know anything about disabilities, you, you know that, especially when you're autistic, it's hard to... Um, to, to find that, that particular connection, and then most of the time you're, you're in total isolation. You don't want to be in, in any communication with your family or whatnot, but, but so far he's learned, and he's really getting along pretty good, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And looking back, I can honestly tell you, um, Linda Mayette, who is not with us today, and her husband have been the true um, examples of what it means to remember how God has been good to you. And in these past couple of years, um, when I couldn't be here at this church, when we were shut down, they would come to my grandma's and bring the, 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 the pastor from their church with them on their phone. <laughs> so, and then even before that, I remember being in their Sunday school classroom with the, young, with the younger kids, and, and then I would go to different levels as I, as I got older. But the one thing that I, I always love about them, even today, they, they still, the, their friends still ask me or, or still ask my aunt and uncle how I'm progressing today now that I've grown up. And even though I'm blind, I can see that happening with a lot of your kids, when they, when they grow up to become great young men and women of God and they part separate ways, you're, so maybe you, Ty Lee, might ask Angel, hey, how's your, how's your son? Did he graduate high school or whatnot? We, we just never know what, how God will work. And so never, <laughs> never take for, for granted those moments with, with your kids because they'll remember when one of your one of their spiritual family did something special and today i can tell you um some of them people that, that that knew me from when i was in the um kindergarten or preschool class at Maya's church they still keep in contact with me today thank you matthew i love um I don't know if you were here last week, Matthew. I wasn't. That's So you heard Pastor Chris talk about friendships, right, and how sometimes it's hard to step into those friendships. And I'm just so happy to hear that your brother has found that. Alex, right? Is it Alex? Um, that, yeah, he has found that here and that you have something in common. Although friendships can sometimes be the opposite of that, right? It can be hard. But we have to pursue deep friendships. And so thank you. What a great testimony about that. Um, anyone else? Let's see. Steven, come on up. Thank you. You guys got to, 
You got to put your hands up. It's hard. Like, there are some stage lights up here making it hard to see your beautiful face. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Steven. Um, I, I used to be um, really heavy uh, in high school. I, uh, I always wanted to play sports, uh, but a big part of why it was so difficult was because of my weight. And so, like about 10th grade, I decided that, you know, I'm going to train really hard and I'm going to try to make it on the basketball team. So starting 10th grade, I started playing basketball a lot and at the park and different stuff. And then little by little, I just started, the weight started coming off. And so finally, um, the summer in between junior and senior year of high school, I tried out for the basketball team and, and I made it right to the varsity team. And that was, that was really huge, right? That was a huge goal. I did it. The day before the game, the very first game, I walked into the coach's office and I told him, I said, I got to quit. And he was like, he was like wait, what? He was like, why? I said, I just can't do it. I, I'm just not good enough. And he was like, he was trying to convince me, you know what I'm saying? And, but I just, I, I didn't hear it. I couldn't hear it at that point. I just said, no, nah, I just can't do it. And I was crying and stuff. And then I walked out, you know. So I never played, even though I made the team and I worked really hard for it. And that memory haunted me for my whole life. Like, you know, we all have certain memories that like kind of, when you're younger, that really define and shape who you are. Good memories and also difficult, hard memories. So that was one of those difficult and hard memories. And so every time I wanted to try something or got close to like achieving something, I would think back to that and be like, oh yeah. Yeah, I can't, I'm just gonna fly, I'm just gonna, you know, be a wimp again, I'm just gonna quit. And so that haunted me for, for decades, you know, and um, little by little, God has been working on me. I'm giving me opportunities, uh, too scared to take them. And, you know, I did therapy, praying, all kinds of stuff. And finally, at my current job, I've been there three years, there was an opportunity to apply for, uh, to be a supervisor position, you know, to be in charge of like a whole entire uh, department. It's going to be a good amount of people. And <clears throat> um, people were telling me, you should apply, you know. And I was like, oh, man. Same, you know, that same thing. Even though I'm, I'm in my 30s, that same thing from when I was 17, still was there. And I, I think it was just God who just knew I was ready. He just, he just said, just apply, you know. So without even, like, thinking about it, I just kind of just pressed apply. And next thing I'm interviewing. And then and I got the job, you know. And, yeah, thank you. <clears throat> thank you. I got it, and I'll be starting the end of this month. Um, and so that's just, that's my own, I guess, personal uh, small exodus, you know what I'm saying, that, like, yeah, like, like I, <clears throat> since that moment, like, <laughs> I guess I was, even though I didn't play, I kind of did wear, like, a jersey or uniform of, of shame and fear, you know what I mean, for so long, and then finally, I guess, like, God took it off, and he gave, he gave me a new one, you know, of uh, uh, <clears throat> being courageous and having faith, and not saying that I don't need to have what it takes, but I know what, that God does, and that's really what matters, you know, and I finally, like, I, I get that finally, you know. Thanks.
That's good, Stephen. I love that connection, your own little personal exodus, right? Just being freed of that identity that you had been carrying for so long. I have to be honest. I thought when you first started sharing about that, like holding on to that shame, I thought he was going to share about like now co-leading men's group, which is awesome. I get to hear my husband. He gets like all giddy when he has to plan with Stephen. It has to, right, because it's like it turns into like a joy-filled hour or so. And now he's co-leading the men's group and like, it's just so cool to see that, that you're stepping into that identity as well and, and supporting that group and growing. And so proud of you for that as well, brother. That's awesome. Um, what he shared, yeah, I'll put up for that. What he shared also reminded me, um, as someone else is getting the courage to raise their hand, of what um, Charlie prayed over me on Thursday. And it just goes with this theme of, like, remembering, right? What you shared reminded me of, like, to hold on to the promises that God has for you, um, even though you may not see it yet, right? And so there was that promise, um, but that fear held you back. And so that might be something you're thinking about, too, that you want to share about, like, what is that promise that you have finally stepped into or that you are believing for? And so um, yeah, thank you, Charlie. That was such a blessing this last Thursday, and it just perfectly connects with what God has been speaking about this word of remembering. Sister Lucy. Woo -woo. Good morning, everyone. I want to share two small testimonies about, you know, the way that I want to be um, remember right you know i i always um try to teach my grandkids to pray you know and and every time you know they come to my house i try to pray for food i try to pray for free time for everything right so we went to this trip to mexico and they took us to peña de bernal it's in querétaro mexico this is like a huge mountain um, that we needed to, you needed to hike it, but it was really rough, like rocks and, and really tough. And, and on top of that, it was 95 degrees, so it was really hot. So we ended up going, and we were sitting eating before that, and, and, and Ethan, my, my eight-year-old grandson, he started asking everybody on the table, like, what is going to make you happy? Like, every single one of the, of the people in the table, he was asking them, what is, you know, what is making you happy today? So he took that, right? We all answered, and, and at the end, we were start like, okay, we were like about 18 of us, and we only four of us wanted to hike that mountain because it was really rough. So everybody was flaking. I was like, no, 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 I'm not going, I'm not going. And Ethan is like, are we going, right, Nana? And I was like, oh, Christ, like, what did I do? I was like, okay, let's go. So the mom didn't want to go. The stepdad said, okay, we're going. And then two other nephews says, okay, let's go. So I was the only girl in there. So I remember when we were going up at the mountains, Cesar and I, that we were giving up right at the moment that we stepped into it. So we went into the first stage of the mountain, and I was done. My knee was hurting. I was too hot. And the rocks were extremely high, you know. Some of them are small. Some of them really high. And I know that I didn't have any help. But I said, son, I don't think that I'm going to be able to make that. 
it's too high and I don't have any help. If I would have bring my sticks or something, probably I will be able to make it all the way to the top, but I don't think that I'll be able to do that. And he turned around and looked at me as like, well, Nana, it's time for us to pray. We need to pray to God to provide something for you to go all the way up. And I was like, here we go again. And I was like, what did I turn my, you know, grandson into this? But then it's like, okay. So he turned around and, and it was funny, you know, the way that he was um, right in front of us. And we were around him and he was just like, okay, hold hands. <laughs> Holding hands, I was like, Lord, you know that I want my Nana to go all the way up. So I pray for you to provide something for her right now where she can help herself to go all the way up. Amen. Okay, amen. Here we go, Nana, let's go. So we went another stage, right? Then out of the sudden, I saw one of my nephews running to this, um, another rocks and, and trees in there. But it was just nothing, just rocks in there. All of a sudden, he pulled a stick. It was like a, like a broomstick. It's like, what a broomstick is doing here? Ethan was so happy when he saw this. You see, I told you. I told you that the Lord will provide something for you to go all the way up. So, you know, I wish I can have, you know, the faith of my grandson. He prayed with so much faith that he taught me a lesson, you know, that I would never, I would never supposed to give up. Even on the toughest moment, I supposed to have his faith. And yeah, I'm so grateful for that. And then, then another one about the relationships, you know, it's really quick that I'm just going to share this. I'm going to fast forward because I know other people. The way that sometimes we don't want to get into those relationships with people because we don't, we can't stand them. And we just want to run away from them. And, and the other people do not love you either. And you know that there's something in there that it always make you throw up every time you're close to that person. Well, the Lord put one person like that on my heart in 2011. I was in a football game. And <laughs> I saw this lady that I couldn't, oh, I hated with all my tripas, you know, like, oh. All my intestines were like that. And then I hear the Lord says, go sit with her. And I was like, hell no. I'm not going to sit with her. I'm sorry, but I'm not. And then I keep moving and moving. I hear that same phrase every time that I pass through her. Go sit with her. Every time that I hear it was a little bit clear. And I said, I'm not going to do it. And then the third time, he said, go sit with her. He was shouting on my ear. And I said, fine then, but I'm not going to say nothing to her. So I went and sit right next to Patty. And I didn't say nothing to her. And she's like, what are you doing here? I said, I don't know. The, the Lord told me to come and sit right here with you. So I'm just sitting here. She started bawling and crying and crying. And, and I said to her, I don't know what is going on in your life. I really do not know. But I'm just going to tell you that Whatever is going up in my life, God is helping me to be a better person. So if you want to be, you know, I can invite you to come into that and come to Bible studies with me. And, and I, you know, I guarantee you that the Lord will change your life. And she accepted. 
and she came. And, you know, and so now she is my sister from another mother. So I'm so grateful for her. I'm so grateful that the Lord gave me the courage to step in into that relationship. And I love you, Patty. I just, I'm stuck on that visual of the mountain um, and just knowing a little bit about your life, Lucy, and the struggles that you've had to go through and just how you perfectly connected that to the Israelites. Like every time something got hard, they wanted to quit. They wanted to go back. They would rather go back to Egypt and be slaves again. And I just saw that so clearly with you and the mountain. And it's as if God was saying like, no, remember Remember what I've promised you. You need to keep going. Don't go back to that. And how he used your, your grandson. What a beautiful, beautiful testimony. Thank you for sharing. I think we have time for one more. Sergio, come on up. I hope you're f being filled up. I hope your hearts have been turned to mush this morning. Yes. All right, good morning. All right, so um, uh, during the, a couple, I guess a couple of days ago, they uh, asked me about um, the testimonies of, uh, of the people that got baptized, right? And so I was one that got baptized at the, at the retreat. And so, I mean, just uh, the, the scripture that she read, um, I mean, it carries, it carries a lot in it. Uh, it, it reminded me of... Uh, I mean, because uh, biblically, like, uh, Egypt was kind of like a place of sin, you know what I mean? And, and so um, that, that slavery and that bondage of sin is just something that now us, we leave behind, you know. And, and so uh, just kind of remembering um, the walk to, to where we got baptized, man, it was a mission. We ended up lost. We ended up walking through, you know, rocks, getting, getting our shoes wet, getting all sweaty. And, I mean, it, it was a cool deal, though, because... Um, you know, when we finally got there, it was that, uh, it was just a good experience to, to have just that baptism. I mean, if you haven't been baptized uh, and, and, and you, you've been a believer for a while, I, mean, I suggest that, that you would. It's, 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 it's pretty much something that we should do, that we need to do. It's actually a requirement biblically. And um, it, it, it was kind of like, when I, when I was, when I, when I was walking, I, I was just, Kind of remember, I get all into this stuff, right? I started remembering just thinking about, man, I, I wonder how, if this was kind of like the, the mission that, that, that those guys that got baptized before in the Jordan had to go through. Like to go seek out John the Baptist and to go seek out, um, you know, after Jesus uh, came to even some of the people that uh, I believe Jesus baptized, that, you know, to go find them and, and just really be cleansed and, and, you know, leave that sin behind. And so... Um, I just wanted to share that because that that was that was pretty cool. I mean, just to uh, just to to be baptized in that way, it was uh, it was how I hoped it would be, you know. Even if it got a little crazy, just to get lost and stuff, that that, that was cool. That was a cool thing. I mean, if you haven't did it, I I, I would say you know do it as soon as you can, and um, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you, Sergio, for sharing. I'm so glad that God, um, yeah, was able to connect that even to the passage today. And here I thought he was going to talk about him getting married to our beautiful Liz next week. 
and how God has really restored that relationship. But maybe for another time, we would love to hear how God has really brought you two together and how, um, yeah, how he has just used both of you in beautiful ways. Save that for another time, I guess. <laughs> All right, um, as I invite the worship team up, I just, I know that there are more stories. And I know that for some of you, you're not in a space to share about being brought out of your own exodus. Maybe you feel like you're really stuck in an exodus situation right now. You're stuck in your own sin or feeling like tied in bondage, like you can't break out of it. Uh, much like the Israelites were for 430 years. And so as you worship, um, I pray that you would find someone, a trusted leader to go get prayer for that. Or even if it is a testimony, that you would share that even with one person. I know that some of us, it's hard to be under spotlights. Um, I was that person for so many years. So please take this time. Uh, let God continue to turn your heart into mush. And... Um, Please get prayer if you are in that space of needing um, to, to break free of something or if you want to celebrate with someone because these are your spiritual family, your friends. Um, so you may enter into this time of worship as you feel moved to. All right, church, we just want to invite you to stand if you're able.